Hey, welcome back to the Infos Podcast. This is Brian. This is Daryl of the Navi Clan. Oh, God. You can take your <laughs> tail and you can stick it right up your butt. Rude. I mean, you could Very go. Rude. How, no, I have a better. I have a better one. You can take your tail and go mate with James Cameron. <laughs> That'd be too much testosterone. No, it'd be too little James testosterone Cameron. from James Cameron because he purged his whole system of it. Didn't you read about that? Oh yeah, because it's toxic. He, he, it's toxic, and he doesn't have it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Tell me you're good at one thing uh, and and nothing else uh, without telling me you're good at one thing and nothing else. He's so good at um, ripping off Dances with Wolves. Ferngully. <laughs> I always say Ferngully, but it's Dances with Wolves. Anyway, um, all right. So before we get started, uh, did you see what Steven Dorff said about Marvel movies? <laughs> Yes. Okay. So kind of he buried. I, I, he, he did. I don't want to get into it because it was so funny. But go if you guys want go check out RKL post and uh, Ryan Kennel's video about it. It was great. He his just his coverage of it was awesome. Like we can't. I can't do it that kind of justice. Um. But yeah, like he's yeah he calls it worthless garbage and then mocks the new um, family friendly family friendly blade. Words are hard. Um. All right, so this week we've got episode two of The Last of Us. Um, WBD DC Comics cancellations galore. Um, Daredevil woke again. Sorry, I mean born again. Um, <laughs> the Razzies are being a bunch of pussies. Just going to put it mildly. And um, they're making changes to Adam Warlock in the comics. So we're kind of touching on everything today. Yeah, it's a nice little mix of, uh, uh, well, uh, entertainment buffoonery. Yes. And as we're recording this, the Paul Pelosi hammer tape, um, police tapes were just released. And it actually leaves me with more questions. <laughs> So I have, I have more. Questions. I'm like, wait, hold on. What is it? like, like what? <laughs> he answers the door in his underwear, holding a beer with one hand on a hammer with another guy in his under or well, like kind of in shorts, I guess, like not underwear, but like very disheveled looking man with both his hands on the hammer. And they're both smiling like idiots. And then the police are like, drop the hammer. And they're both like, no. no. <laughs> uh, like, they they looked down like Rorschach and said, no. <laughs> no. I was thinking Isildur when he was like, cast it into the vial. Yes. No. Whoop. Invisible. Uh <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. But yeah, so it's been an interesting it's been an interesting week just in general. Um Avatar the Way of Water? Is that what it's called? Cross yeah. two cross two billion finally. We were talking about that before, but 
it apparently had legs or Disney was buying out studios or uh, theaters like they did for um, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. I do not. Did you yeah. go see it? No, Avatar. No, like I, I, I think I do want to go see it. I only know the two people who have gone to see it. Yeah, I, I because after I was just telling you how we we just finished watching the first one and yeah, it's a it's it's a spectacle in the sense of it helps. I was really captivated by the world of Avatar, not by the story, not by the narrative, not by the dialogue, none of that, not by any of the characters, really. Well, you know what the biggest because problem with it, it but is? What? Sam Worthington. He sucks. I know you don't like Sam Worthington, He's but that's like, not the problem. Like, if there was ever a movie with Sam Worthington, Joel Kinman, and Greg Grunberg, that'd be the worst movie of all time. Hands down. What about your series killer guy? What is his name again? Eric Balfour? Oh, yeah. I don't know if Eric Balfour has ever done a movie. You know, if he did, it was like maybe yeah, he one did. of those. He was in that movie Skyline, like about the alien invasion. Oh God! It was that found footage point of view one where they, the only thing they saw yes. the aliens was the bright lights. Yeah. Oh, he wasn't that, wasn't he? God, that movie was so bad. You know, they made a second one. I know. So. I, 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 I all right. I didn't. Let's. Uh, thankfully, I didn't watch that. Yeah. <laughs> so let let's let's put a pin in our witty repartee and uh, and get to the first story. How about that? Because um, yeah. I I really don't want to throw up talking or thinking about Eric Balfour, show killer Eric Balfour. Uh, all right. So first up, WBD cancellations. Uh, Doom Patrol Titans will not go past their fourth seasons that they're currently airing right now. Um. So the way they're doing it is they did the first six episodes of Titans. They're doing the first six episodes of Doom Patrol. They're doing the second six episodes of Titans. And then the second six episodes of Doom Patrol. And then it's finito for both shows. Um, The showrunners cast, everybody knew before the season started that this was it. So both shows have defended endings. That's good, though. So, uh, yeah. But this does I, not I haven't watched come Doom. from. Oh, I'm sorry. You haven't watched Doom Patrol. I was just about. To, I haven't watched Doom Patrol since season one, which I, and I was entertained by it. I, I, I mean, it's extreme. It's very unique in just the the way that the characters. It's it's funny enough. I think when I first saw Doom Patrol, I thought James Gunn just because it has the, yeah. just a <laughs> just a cadre of ridiculous characters. It's a nice mix of like James Gunn and Wes Anderson. Yeah. So um, I really liked the first season of Doom Patrol. I just could not get into the second yeah. season when it came back. Um, I like the street, I neither. The, yeah. the street named Bill or Steve or whatever. Um, that was a, just a really cool concept. Um, the way that they were able to, to execute it. Um, and anyway, so this is not a James Gunn decision. This was something that was, that was made before Gunn. Uh, Jimmy G and PD Safs came on board um, to do this, but it was just announced on Twitter the other day. Um, so yeah, they're they're going to be working. So these are both Berlanti shows, I do believe. I mean, does it say that on there? Because because I wasn't sure about that. Yeah, I think they are. Um, 
Yeah, because they've got the whole Fred move your head thing at the end. Um, but so, so yeah. So, I mean, Berlanti is only going to have a couple of a couple of shows left, right? Like in the Berlanti verse. So, um, yeah. And while I'm looking at this variety article, um, secession will be back on March 26th. So just, (laughs) you know, more, more importantly, my, my favorite HBO show will be back on March 26th and I'm very happy about it. Um, where do you rank HBO succession among all current TV shows? That's the poll at the bottom of the article too. Of, of the, this uh, article with about Doom Patrol and Titans I at the very have, bottom. It's I like, what do you think? I don't have that. Oh. Weird. One of the best, above average, average, below average. I haven't seen it. Other, no opinion. Well, let me refresh. Yeah, no, I don't have a poll. Man. Lame. Oh. <laughs> Lame-o. Anyway. Are you on Variety's page? Yes. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so here's the thing. Is it precedes the takeover from from Gun and Saffron. So if you're going to get mad, get mad at the old guard. Um, Be mad at David Zasloff. (laughs) I don't know. I honestly, like like I said, I liked what I saw um, of the first season of Doom Patrol. I've heard it's gotten weirder, so I kind of like that. and I've enjoyed the I enjoyed I've I enjoyed the first half of the fourth season of Titans. I think it's it's some of the best work they've done so far, to be honest. Yeah. Considering That's, it's missing the best character. Yeah, I I tried to get into season three and season th- well, and I, I did get in. I got mm-hmm. I think I got halfway through season three and just kind of lost interest in it. Maybe one of these days I'll revisit, but when you have stuff like the Battle of the Super Sons, I'm gonna pick stuff like that before. Right. Absolutely. Going. By the way, that was amazing. I know you're welcome. Amazing. You're welcome. Thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, I had nothing to do with it. I was just, you know, I, I ranked yeah. it in my top five, and I was like, "Watch it, Daryl." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that actually, that actually might have been on that. No, not might have been. That would have been on my top five. If oh. I had to watch, I'm not kidding. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, it's great. Loved it. All right. Speaking of things that aren't going to be on our top five next year, uh, Daredevil: Born Again signs. I'm just going to say controversial Arrowverse writers Jill Blankenship and Ganny, Granny Godfrey. Um, we were kind of going through their their um, their resumes earlier today, um, but these are considered some of the more woke writers from the Arrowverse. Um, some of the stuff they've done, they've been parts of parts of good things. And and for the most part, they've just been on the Arrowverse. Um, and I think the current state, the fact that they're coming from the flash, which really only had two good seasons. And when the superior Amel moved on to go do other things, um, you know, there was that, uh, granny Gottfried was a part of, um, the tomorrow people but as much as we like the tomorrow people there's a reason it didn't get picked up it i mean but at the same time shows that are uh, i right. would call or yeah. worse would have didn't get, get got picked right. up so but like it didn't get picked up because we it, were the only two people who watched it but it also the problem again we we talk about this all the time but 
that is absolutely would have been a show that would have been better. Most shows would, but that especially yeah. as 10 to 13 episodes. Oh, 100. 22 episodes. It, or I think it, it was just, only 20 episodes. Um, yeah. I don't think it even went the full 22. That was too much. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But here's the problem is Vincent D'Onofrio is going to be back as uh, Wilson Fisk, the Kingpin. Um, but they have not confirmed Deborah Ann Wall nor Eldon Henson to come back as Karen or Foggy, uh, which I think is is a huge issue there. The other issue is Charlie Cox is out there like, I want Tatiana Masolani to return to Daredevil Reborn series. It's like, dude, what is wrong with you? Like, are you poor? Did you did you not do well with your money? Do you feel like you have to simp for Disney? How Honestly, about you come out I was and you say, say, I want this to be as good or better than the Netflix show? Yeah. So based on his some of his comments I've read, I've seen, it almost feels like, like blink twice if you need help because yeah. it's he is absolutely just. I, I, Reading this article and some of the other stuff that have come out from Charlie Cox and just o- over the last couple months, just it's really not been a lot, but snippets here and there about this. You combine that with the abject failure. Yeah. I mean, th- this is not like, you know, subjective. Ob- no, objectively, the MCU on Disney Plus is a failure. Mm-hmm. Like, look at the show ratings, look, it, they, they get worse and worse and worse. And Couple that with what I was just saying about you know thirteen episodes, ten episodes. This is going to be eighteen episodes. Mm-hmm. You add that to add to that the fact that you have people from the Arrowverse. No, regardless of if the Arrowverse started off good or not, which it did, to like Arrow, the first, especially the first two seasons. Mm-hmm. First two seasons of Flash, I liked. The thing is, these these type these are the type of shows. When I say these shows, like the shows like. On that are going to be on Disney Plus that are going to be streaming. There, they, there can't be. You have to trim fat. There cannot be any right. filler stuff. And 18 episodes combined with the people that are going to be behind this, it's. I, I, I was excited when this got announced. I, uh, yeah, that excitement now is being drowned in a, in 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 a, in a sink and getting stabbed in the back of the head with a fork right, right now. So. Yeah. So as I'm watching Sons of Anarchy, we've been talking about Tara's death scene for the last two and a half weeks. Um, it is the most graphic death in all of television, 100. Um, yeah. Get so serious. I don't know. That's so horrible, horrible. It's <sighs> okay. So I don't have Disney Plus. To be fair, so like the chances of me watching this are are slim to none, unless Daryl shares his Disney plus password with me and makes me watch it kind of like, you'll be like, Brian blink. Yes. If you blink once, if you're okay, twice, if you know, Daryl is <laughs> Daryl is, um, a clockwork orange in you. Um, <laughs> anyway, I have zero faith. I did hear though, that they hired actual yeah. like lawyers to come in and help them with the courtroom part of the show. So, I mean, Hey, that's uh, well. a step up. That's a step up, but there's nothing about this that sounds remotely close to what the original daredevil was. And now they're going to bury it. I kind of hope they put it for sale on like iTunes or something so I can just buy the series. Oh, the, of the original. Are the, Oh, the original. Yeah. Uh, 
because oh, they're not on Netflix. They're on Disney Plus. Yeah. So, but yeah. yeah, it's I don't know. This is one of those things that it's just sad, right? I I love Daredevil. That was and it was so good, and and then we got and then we're gonna get a watered down version with a lot with most likely a lot of laughs because you look at moon knight for example moon knight was a serious character and they did what they did with the laughs and all that stuff to they they disneyfied it up and they took what could have been a very a very compelling very serious drama and did what they did with it they just screwed it up right because they don't know how to do serious. They right. they don't understand that, hey, as audiences, we don't mind a movie or a TV show with maybe one or two, you know, just uh, organic laughs thrown mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. and everything else is serious and, and emotional. That is fine. We like that stuff. Right. Look at Infinity War. Although there was there was still some stuff in Infinity well, War that like, they should have cut it out because it wasn't needed. Look at the first season of Daredevil on Netflix when he and Foggy oh, are absolutely. drunk, absolutely. and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're avocados at law." And he said, "You mean avocado?" And then yeah. the joke is that they're avocados at law, like, and that was funny, yeah. and it was a joke that went through the remainder of the three seasons. Yeah, it, and like I said, that that organic stuff like that. Yeah, is great because it, it feels more it almost feels more real in the sense of that's how life is so I, I don't mind shows when they have a little bit of humor in it but I just I, based on what we've seen I think this is going to be a majorly watered down yes. from what we knew from the Netflix well, show it's going like to be like a kid friendly blade good god so Anyway, I wonder what somebody from the original Blade would think of that. I don't know. I mean, Stephen Dorff said it was um, <laughs> what garbage. Um, what did he say about it? I don't know. I lost it. Um, yeah, Stephen Dorff did not have anything, anything nice to say in that interview. And by the way, if you haven't watched the movie Embattled, starring Stephen Dorff, you should definitely go watch it. It's great, dude. That was good. Yeah, yeah, that was good. It's on um, Showtime, on the Showtime app, I believe. My gosh. Or Stars, one of the two. Yeah. It's either on Showtime or Stars. Like, just go to Just Watch and find it, you know, or Google it, whatever. Or use Brave. I've been using the Brave browser lately. I really like it. Um, Yeah, I need to go back to that. All right. So next up is um, the Razzies. The Razzies are... uh, are in the running for the the worst uh, award show now because they used to be funny. And now, according to the Hollywood Reporter, Razzie Awards organizers apologize and remove 12-year-old Ryan Kiera Armstrong from nominee ballot after backlash. Daryl, they made fun of a little kid. Oh, my God. Oh, man. They made fun of a 12-year-old. Guess what? We made fun of an autistic teenager. Well, she's not an autistic teenager anymore. She's an autistic 20-something. How dare you? All the fucking time. (laughs) Grow a fucking pair. Like, the Razzies is supposed to be funny. It's supposed to have a pair of brass nuts that 
gets these people to come and accept this award. Well, not anymore, I guess. So, so it says here, Armstrong, who was 11 when Firestarter was filmed, was up for Worst Actress along with Bryce Dallas Howard, Jurassic Park Dominion, Diane Keaton, Mac and Rita, Kea Sal Salcedario, The King's Daughter. Scodelario? Scodelario. There you go. That's Kea, Kea, Kea. Yeah. Yeah, Kea, whatever. Okay. Uh, the King's Daughter. I don't even know. I've never heard of that movie. And Alicia Silverstone from Requin. Alicia Silverstone so is still acting? Yeah, I know, right? Wow. As if. Diane Keaton's still alive. Thank you for doing that now and not when I was going to take a drink. <laughs> well, I mean, you weren't, I'm, you're, you're not with me, so I, I, I can't, can't see to, to make it so you spit all over me. Um, Look, I, I had the water right up to my lips when you said that, so. Yeah. Okay, so let's see here. Um, Wilson, who's this Wilson dude? Um, John Wilson, head of the group that organizes the Golden Raspberry Awards, aka the Razzies, uh, also issued an apology in the statement released Wednesday. Sometimes you do things without thinking, then you are called out for it, then you get it. It's why the Razzies were created in the first place. He called the criticism valid, nothing that uh, nothing that it brought to our attention for how insensitive we've been in this instance. As a result, we have removed Armstrong's name from the final ballot that our members will cast next month. We also believe a public apology is owed to Ms. Armstrong and wish to say we regret any hurt she experienced as a result of our choices. Uh, Wilson also said the new voting guidelines are being adopted that will preclude any performer or filmmaker who is a minor from being considered for a Razzie Award. Uh, we never intended to bury any bury anyone's career. It's uh, it is why our Redeemer Award was created. We all make mistakes, very much as uh, very much us included. Since our motto is "Own your bad," we realize that ourselves must live up to it. All right, here's the thing: if this girl went out and won a Razzie at eleven or twelve, whatever the fuck she is, that would be hilarious and people were like all right i'm gonna go check out that movie and then the very next movie she's in she's like oh shit that's that girl that won the razzie let's go see if she's gotten any better yes plain and simple yeah and plain and simple and this is the thing the listen the razzies have nominated children previously mm -hmm. including jake lloyd for the phantom menace right and macaulay so. calkin who was nominated in 95 for three movies yeah dude richie rich is legitimately a horrible, bad, not very good movie. Getting even dead with dad <laughs> is actually kind of fun. And the page master was weird. Um, but yeah, it's because she's a girl. Yes. And, so, and like, the, the, they're going to be the all about of equality, equality, equality. Yeah. Then we should be allowed to make fun of her. Just like we've made fun of Macaulay Culkin yeah. for years, who might have the best sense of humor of anyone ever. And Jake Lloyd, cautionary tale. Sorry, dude. You know, <laughs> like, you weren't even the worst part about the movie. And it wasn't your fault that George no. Lucas decided not to just start with the teenage Anakin Skywalker. Um, real quick aside. The Adult Swim cuts ties with Justin Roiland uh, following domestic abuse charges. Isn't he the voice of both Rick and Morty? I believe so, yes. 
or I know they they mentioned that because I heard heard this, so I think he because he's they're going to keep going with it. But yeah, Rick well, and Morty how? is set to continue with Roland's voice being recast. Like, who is gonna like? Is this why I saw the joke that um, what's her name was gonna play? He's both Rick and Morty. Um, what's her name? The girl doing Velma. Um, Kelly Kapoor from The Office. Mindy Kaling. Some people were joking that she was going to be Rick and Morty now. All right, hold on. So he oh, was the- charged. Was he convicted? What? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm on a complete tangent here. Um, yeah. I'm going to have to look that up later. Okay, so the Razzies. Here's the thing. The Razzies are stupid. The Razzies are super fun. Matt Damon wins Razzies all the time. So, the, so um, I, I would now, say I will. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say the the most annoying thing about this article is Julian Hillard, who is he played the one of the sons of Wanda in WandaVision. He was in Finding oh, yeah, yeah, of Hill House. Yeah. Listen, he he he's eleven years old. He tweeted, which I don't think any eleven year old should be able to tweet Facebook. Insta, uh, no, he doesn't TikTok, meet the terms of, of service. Garbage. He should not. He should be kicked off. Hey, Elon. Yeah. Why, Elon? Yeah. Why, why is put an eleven-year-old allowed risk? to tweet? Yeah, yeah, really. So why why put a kid at risk of increased bullying or worse? Be better. Well, no, oh, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, page out of, Let's uh, go back Sam to the, Wilson. Let's right go back there. to the better. Razzies are already mean-spirited and classless, but to nominate a kid is just repulsive and wrong," said Julian Hilliard child actor um which one was he was he the the gay one or the really gay one he was the one with the glasses uh, or he was uh wicked uh oh Ugh. yeah 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 so the really gay one all right um yeah <laughs> Yeah, you you know what, Julian, or more appropriately, Julian's publicist who wrote this tweet, fuck off. His handlers. Yeah. yeah. So you know who's not writing this tweet for Julian? His mom, because his mom doesn't care. She's putting her kid out there to get molested by other actors, directors, producers, financiers in Hollywood. Good on you, Ms. Hilliard. Tell us how you really feel. No, it's fucked up. Like, here's the thing. If you're going to be in these movies, like, here's the thing. If you're, you're going to be in the movies, right? If you're going to win a good award. Great. If you're so bad that you deserve a Razzie, like, here's the thing. This girl wasn't going to win the Razzie. It's going to Bryce Dallas Howard. Hands down. Yeah. Like, that's a that's a non that's a non question. Like I love Bryce. Bryce is great. She was awful in Jurassic Park Dominion. Awful. I mean, you t- we talk about how much we like her in the Star Wars universe she, as a director. She, as far as any like current director, TV or film, I feel like she has the most upside of any director that's ever existed. She has all. Yeah, she is. She's impressed. She's a, a five tool player. That you know, she's um, you know, <laughs> hopefully she's more um, you know, Barry Bonds and less um, Billy Bean. But mm-hmm. you know, 
Um, actually, hopefully she ends up being Billy Bean. She's a five-tool. She's a five-tool player, right? He sucked as a player, but he changed baseball. Billy Bean changed baseball with Moneyball. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He did. Like I would I love mean, to see Bryce Dallas Howard go on a run of just directing just bomb ass movie after bomb ass movie after bomb ass movie, making a shit ton of money and winning awards. It doesn't change the fact that Claire was the worst character in Jurassic Park Dominion. <clears throat> and that account that that accounts for that pilot who I don't understand how she's like like maybe she's nominated for best uh, or the Razzie for the worst supporting actress because she was really bad too. <laughs> and our boy wasn't so great in that either. Not like he's not immune from, you know what? And that, and that's the thing. That, that's the thing. Sometimes you have an Oh, for four night where you, you, where you look silly striking out three or four times. It right. happens, right? It happens to the greatest of the great. And there's nothing wrong with that. Look, and that's the, the fact that the Razzies right. pulled this. Right. And I, what did I tell you? Um, like when you told me this, when when I when I, we were on the phone, I said, "How long before they stop nominating?" Or and again, I don't know. I I don't pay attention to the Razzies. They might have already stopped. Yeah. Uh, like like you know, minority people. I'm I, I'm not. Well, gonna say I mean, that minorities and women, absolutely. Minority yeah. actors. But yeah. like, I mean, at what point are they going to stop nominating Matt Damon? Like, it's just unfair at this point. <laughs> so. I mean, so be here. Here's 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 one I want everybody to take away with because we're both Cincinnati boys. Daryl is the Bengals fan. I'm looking at my Giants blanket laying on Haley's bed right now. But here's the thing: <laughs> be like Joey Burr. Toss the ball up, do your little pirouette, and walk off holding the hand up like the Jay just went down because that was a sick ass pass, dude. Awesome. So. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the next to, um, man, we are like, we're like killing it on the time. The last one was like, so we were at 1030, 19 minutes, and now 30 minutes. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Um, so you brought this to my attention. And this is, I'm going to put yeah. this as rumor because it's from Browning, even though John, John F., is is great, John F. Trent. Um, well, I guess it's not a rumor. Never mind, because there's there's actual artwork. Um, Marvel comments seemingly to change Adam Warlock's origin. Now introducing Eve Warlock, who is stronger, faster, and smarter. So let's uh, let's 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 talk about this for a second. Marvel Comics announces that they will seemingly change Adam Warlock's origin in an upcoming solo series solo series titled Warlock Rebirth. All right, right there they have a problem. It's not going to be a solo series. It's going to be solo mini series. Because if this goes past eight issues, I will be shocked. Um, for those of you who are unfamiliar with Adam Warlock's origin, the character was first introduced in Fantastic Four sixty six. He first appear, uh, his first appearance revealed he is a creation of a group of human scientists operating in a place called the Citadel of Silence. Science. The Citadel of Silence would be a cool name for a band. Um, this group's aim... That is pretty sweet. Right? This group's aim was to create a new race or breed of living beings that, could, uh, that they could control in order to conquer mankind. Their initial results were a success with the creation of him 
who would later become known as Adam Warlock. However, the scientists failed to implement their control mechanism and contain the sheer power invested in Adam Warlock. Um, he revolts against his creators like... Unlimited power! Unlimited power. Um, yeah, so like all good creations, all good Frankenstein monsters, all good Frankenstein's monster, they revolt against Frankenstein. Um, in doing so, he destroys the Citadel and the scientists that built it. Um, he leaves Earth. He hangs out with the Watcher, uh, who trapped him in, in a cocoon. Um, he faces off against Thor really early on in Thor's run. Well, I guess not really early on. It was 165. Um, you know, he gets trapped, like, multiple times. He's he's just that guy, Right. Uh, he's involved in the Infinity, um, the Infinity Saga, and he, uh, he oh, hold on. so, um, you know, he's involved with the Soul Gem, or in the case of the MCU, the Soul Stone. Uh, here it says, interestingly, for the first time, Marvel Comics has done some, uh, Interestingly, this isn't the first time Marvel Comics has done something like this. Back in the Incredible Hulk annual number six, they re revealed that Warlock didn't actually kill the scientists. Rather, they were banished to another dimension, survived, and continued their mission by creating a new being. The scientists recruit Dr. Strange for their project to perform a neurological procedure that will bring the new being under control, unlike their failed attempt with Adam Warlock. The process proceeds as Morlock and the fellow scientists wanted, and a new cocoon gives birth to the uh, to a being called Paragon. Um, yeah. So here's the thing. I, I don't I don't care about this. This is just more Marvel bullshit. But the 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 problem with this the problem with this right? And I told you, Marvel and DC are actively trying to kill the comic book industry. And there's going to be a lot of people out there who are like, the comic industry is in bad shape. And when they're talking about that, they're talking about the North American comic book. The comic book graphic novel industry is going strong because of manga. Yes. Right? Absolutely. And, and but and the, they, they all tell, sit there. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was about to say, you can tell the liars who try to conflate that and say, look at these numbers about the comic books. No, manga is driving and graphic novels are driving and, 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 and some of the old um, compendiums that are being sold are driving good the good numbers. These monthly issues of comics, because of shit like this, is in, is in the toilet. Right. Because and, and I'm reading one, the one the first comment in this article. It's beyond parody at this point. Mm -hmm. It, it, I almost, before I, I thought I saw the headline of this, I didn't know it was from bounding. I thought it was a joke. I thought yeah. it was going to be from Babylon B or something because what you said is absolutely correct. Be, there is no other way. There is, yes, there is no way that these people are writing this thinking it's going to sell. Yeah. There, there I is mean, no, even if, yeah. what? Oh, I, I was going to say, just along with these comments, right? Uh, so it's beyond parody at that point. 
even somewhat obscure characters will get sex swapped. And then the first reply, he already has two female versions of himself. It makes no sense. The next one, isn't Adam Warlock in the Guardians of the Galaxy the three? So is Marvel setting up his MCU replacement here? And the response to that is they already set up Shang-Chi's in his own origin movie. (laughs) Yeah, they did. They absolutely did. A hundred percent they did. I'm sorry. It was just like you you read that comment and I scrolled down to read it. And I was like, yes. Yes. I thought you. I saw that too. Let the Shang-Chi hate flow. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they are actively trying to. And then you have the. Uh, what I don't even remember his name. Still, still of night, whatever the still yeah. force that they're they're introducing in in DC. This stuff is absolutely doing their level best and and trying to destroy comics in the shortest time possible. Mm-hmm. That's all they're doing. There's you can't convince me otherwise because anyone with a modicum in, of intelligence would say, "Hey guys, let's look at these numbers over the past few years." What has yep. changed? Why are these numbers dropping? What what what's what have we introduced in these stories that people don't like and not, aren't, aren't buying our books anymore? Yeah. Well, it, it all started. It, there with is no other the Marvel all new, all different when they when they when mm-hmm. they introduced you know characters like Miles and Ironheart and the young version of the X Men oh, where yeah. they made Iceman gay. Um, you know all of this, right? Um. <sighs> And, and this is this is the thing. It is for a minute there, it looked like Marvel was going to turn the page and like do the right thing, and then they quadruple downed on this. Um, and then DC is doing the whole all new Marvel, all Marvel thing right now, and but they're letting like idiots like John Ridley write books. They're letting idiots like Vita Ayala write books. They're letting idiots oh, like Teeny Howard. They're letting. The dumbest motherfucker on the planet, Tom Taylor, who we said a whole bunch of nice things about, who was severely let me down, write books. Yeah. Talk about burning his goodwill in a fire Oof. that we gave him for, for a few months. Oh, dude, we said nothing but nice things about that dude. And then he turns out and then he's an asshole to fans, too. Yeah. But what do you expect? He's Australian, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know what that means. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Authoritarian fucktard. Um, <laughs> yes. All right. So they're going to make Eve Warlock in the comics. Look for Eve Warlock to an MCU movie coming soon. When they redo the whole Infinity Gauntlet thing, um, they'll bring Eve Warlock in with the Soul Stone to be, you know, the most powerful and bestest ever. Yeah. All right. Yeah, the Last of Us. Yeah. Um, the kiss heard round the world. <laughs> so, all right, just like last week, let's just not. I, I, I like knocking out like our ratings before we talk about it, um, so we can totally contradict ourselves. All right, so out of five, <laughs> out of five first worst kisses, what do you give season one, episode two, Infected? Uh, directed by Neil Cuckman, written by Craig Mazan, aired January 22nd, 2023. I give it a three out of five. It, and it, it was one of those where it the, there was a lot of good stuff from the game that they took. They changed some stuff, which I thought for, for the most part was for the better from a narrative standpoint. 
it just didn't wow me. Mm-hmm. It just, it just, it, it was serviceable. Let's just put it that way. It was serviceable to move the story along, you know, one caterpillar at a time. That's how this episode kind of went. Yeah. But it didn't do anything to dash my, it, it didn't do anything to lower my expectations on the season yet. Mm-hmm. There's still several episodes left, so. We'll see, but yeah, three out of five. Yeah, it's uh nine nine full episodes, so seven full episodes to go. Um, so I just want to tell you to to paraphrase, actually to quote Brian Danielson, "You're not on my level." I gave it a three <laughs> out of five as well. Um, <laughs> so, uh, here's the thing, and, and I told you this: if you cut out all of the cold open stuff in the entire introduction of Ellie from the first one. And you start with the Joel and Sarah getting killed, like in the comic. And then you jump 20 years later where Joel is, you know, doing his thing in Boston. Right. And then you cut Mm -hmm. out everything with like bribing the guard and stuff like that. And you cut that. And like most of the walk to Mordor, um, out of this episode and, tie on like from the time they're like walking to the monastery place or wherever um where the the end happens this is a kick-ass pilot yes 100 percent. so um arguably in in the in the in the realm of 33 and um and supernatural but uh they they can't help themselves right oh they're in a the the state house um yeah. Also, so, by the oh, way, sorry, just a little, a little, a little aside. Every time I hear the number thirty-three, even if it's for a split second, I think of that episode. Mm-hmm. Always. Every time. Um. All right. So all the stuff with the clickers, they look amazing. They look amazing. I love it. I love the look of them. I loved it that the fact that that end of the episode documentary was about the look of them. Yeah. Um, I, I, I liked how in dialogue, um, Tess explains why these things are so dangerous, um, with the crucifixious curse or whatever, the thing about mushrooms, where if you, <laughs> if you step on a mushroom and a butterfly farts and a snail tips over, a mushroom will feel it somewhere else in the world and say, Hey, go bite that person. Yeah, right. That's one of the things I really liked. I really about, liked that, like the changes. That was that I was, really yes. liked that. Yeah, that that was that was a so, that was a wonderful that was a wonderful bit of dialogue. That yeah. is the definition of show don't tell about mm-hmm. why it's credit wrong credit because he was about to like fuck around and find out. Yeah. So credit where credits do. So Craig Craig Mazan who who wrote the episode. Um, very nice work there. Neil Cuckman, I'm going to give the credit to Craig Mazan. Um, so yeah. Um, I, I, the, the, the scene where it was just the two of the clickers attacking them over and over again, um, went on far too long. And I got yeah. what they were going yeah, for because yeah. they were going for the whole silent game mode. Like stealth, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was just too much. Which again, that was one of the fa- I, like we've talked about this 
like on air and off air how the gameplay for last of us is not the most for for us at least i should say mm-hmm. it's not the most fun no except for me except for the stealth parts the stealth parts were actually very fun and very nerve-wracking right which they should be right but to your point of a scene like that shouldn't last in a show as long as it did no it was like it was because like nine minutes there's of screen only, time yeah there's only so much minute, tension yeah. sorry you can keep where it it kind of loses its appeal mm-hmm. and and i think that's as good as as good as it was, as great as that sound was, where, right. where the, I like before uh, before that scene came on, I did like we were watching and I started doing that, and Jess looked at me like I was like, it, "Well, you'll see." Yeah, but I really loved, like you said, really loved the look on look of them. I I actually like the idea of how they changed the story because again, at the end of the episode with Tess and they get they're getting trailed by Fedra mm-hmm. right in the game. And this actually I like the idea of changing it mm-hmm. to the infected chasing them through yes. here. Because it makes more sense. Whole... It makes more sense yes. than Fedra yeah. chasing them out of the Q, out of the quarantine zone, right? The QZ yeah. as they refer right. as they affectionately refer to it. Like it like this is where this is where the Walking Dead show like failed the comic book. Is because there was in mm-hmm. the comics there were like roamers and biters. There were the roamers could walk, and the biters were like just the random heads that were lying around on the ground that hadn't been you know had the brain mm-hmm. distorted. Um, and they yeah. the biters were the more dangerous ones. Um, and and like these things are great because you can walk through a field of them, and if you're not making a noise, they might not notice. But if you step in the wrong spot, that's a landmine. Yes. Uh, yes. Absolutely. So. Um, I, I, I appreciated that change very much. Mm-hmm. And that is, this is a perfect example. We talk about honoring the source material and, and all this from movies, like video games and you know, all this stuff. And a lot of times they change stuff for no reason. And that's the mm-hmm. problem. They change stuff that doesn't need to be changed. This is, and we've talked about it with the boys. How the boys has changed certain things to make it better mm-hmm. for the show. This was a change that made sense and was better from a show slash storytelling perspective for a TV show, right? Than having Fedra come in for you know that would just and and again it goes back to that tension. There's because you don't have any real idea of Fedra yet, like having them chase you mm-hmm. know. Having them chase Joel, Tess, and Ellie would would it, it almost would feel just like a randomly thrown in act because you don't have right. the backstory mm-hmm. and you, they don't really have a reason. That's the other thing; they don't have a reason to chase them. So this is one of those examples of seeing a source material and saying, you know, the, it made sense in the, this uh, uh, vehicle mm-hmm. in the game, right? But it'll make more sense if we change it to this for people to see on the TV show. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, I think like, I mean, I'm, like I called this the worst first kiss ever because spoilers Tess is Tess's death was intense, right? Like she, mm-hmm. she knew she was going to die. She was doing her best to give them time to get away. Um, I don't know why she kept clicking the the one thing that makes sound that would draw them to you. Um, I also think it's yeah. weird that just one of them noticed that. 
Um, and but like the whole like the the little tenderly things that was a that was really that was really well done. That was great special effects, and that's a great like practical yeah, effect, which, right? Yeah, which is funny because we were again we were watching Avatar, and you know about well you haven't watched, it, but no. one of the things they link up. Neural, they have neural links with their tails, and it has these little tendrils just like that. So yes. it just, and she was like, I kept thinking of Last of Us when we, you know, when they were That's doing funny. that in Avatar. So yeah, yeah I, I really like that. Uh, I, again, I watch, I listen to some of the podcasts that they have, not the after show, but the podcast, and they mentioned, they tried to explain that the kiss itself was a, uh, an expression right. of love and yeah. this and 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 again it's it's along the lines of sometimes less is more guys don't explain it right because it makes you it make yeah. it sound stupid i actually like it, it without it's, them it's, telling me anything about it and which is yeah. what spurned on this this episode's title when clickers find love a last of us love story yeah <laughs> yeah it's so. like my boy uh zach snyder trying to uh explain away the martha line and why he used right. it and just do. Yeah, just we take know. L, we okay? know just both their L. moms are named Martha, and you lacked yeah. any sort of creativity <laughs> in that scene because you yeah. rushed that movie. That should have been your like sixth yeah. or seventh movie, not your first, dude. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. um, just take the L. Just take right, the L. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So I, I, I liked. I liked this episode. I thought it was a three. I, I think. Mm -hmm. I think it dragged. I think that yeah. you know the whole finding out that Ellie is immune um, would have been a great like mid-season thing. Like I don't remember if or when it happened in the game when they found out what she was, um, but I, I think it would have been great. And again, it would have it would have set up to have some really good flashbacks to Ellie thinking back about Tess, and she could have been like, "You're not immune to getting ripped apart, dude." Yeah. So. Oh, dude, that—that's actually I—that I, would have been cool. That would have been a. It would have been a, it, it would have been a very powerful scene. Four weeks yeah. from now, so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um. Yeah, I don't know. like I said. I liked it. I, I I think I think, I think this is a good show. Um, the, the original, the original, the, the premiere episode has hit 22 million, um, views in, uh, in just about two weeks, a little over two weeks, um, which I think is pretty cool, um, that people are watching it. I just, it, this isn't groundbreaking television though. No, no, it's not. It's, um, and, and if anything, no, it's entertaining. Yes. So, but you're you're right. It's nothing that you're like, oh, I haven't seen before. It's just, I I just think so far, again, that's the caveat. So far, it's been well done, uh, not without faults, mm -hmm. but it's a good start. Yeah, I that I will I will absolutely say that it's a it's a good start, and it could get better. And by the way, we I know we didn't mention this because I mean we've been talking about this episode. It just came out that it was renewed for a season two. Right. Yep. So. Yeah, which, it's, as I mentioned, yeah. if it follows the story of the game, I'm probably not interested in it. <laughs> a mount, so mount. So, so what? It's only a two. But if season they, I mean, show they then, might, right? 
Right. Yeah. Because he said uh, they don't want to go past. Uh, Cuckman said that he doesn't want to go past the uh, what they've established for the in the games. Right. I, I so. just want to point out his name is Neil Druckmann and neither one of us can can yeah. in good conscience call him that it's 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 Cuckman. <laughs> so um, <laughs> Neil, poor Neil, poor Neil. Um, I, I can't see Pedro. With his ego, letting them do to Joel in the show what happened in the game. Yeah. I mean, they changed the whole, so, like, the whole contagion side of the story. So he, he, he wouldn't have to put a mask over that lumpy face. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's, again, I I don't know because that's. And I, I don't know how they're going to do that, mm-hmm. but we'll see. Yeah. Again, we'll we'll see if this the re- these next seven episodes continue on what these first two have done, which is tell a good story and keep me interested in it. So I mean, I'm excited for the next episode. Yeah, I, I'm excited for the next episode because we get Bill. Um. Yes. And Bill is going to be played by Nick Offerman, who is legitimately my spirit animal. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that, but kind of looking through like the voice cast and things like this, like they could have cast Anne Wershering, Wershering, um, Annie, sorry, Wershering as Tess. Um, yeah, they could they have could cast have. W Earl Brown, who is a great actor as, as Bill with no problem. Um, but you know, I get it. You 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 give the the actors who you know act whatever like in 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 live action you give them all the voice roles anyway for the most part so um, but I guess Troy Baker um, and and Ashley Johnson are are both going to be characters in the show so which is pretty cool yeah which is cool but yeah I don't know um, he's Troy Baker is going to play James, a senior member of a group of settlers. Um, while playing James, uh, while James was played by Reuben Langdon in the first game, Mazin and Cuckman considered Baker's inclusion in the series important, which is the same thing they said about Ashley Johnson. So, anywho, all right. On that note, do you have anything else to add? I do not. Okay. Uh, my my computer was about to crash. Oh no! And, because of the battery, and Jess brought up the charger. I was, oh. like, I was rushing to put to tag it in or Thank to you, plug Jess. it in. Thank you. You have done the podcast a great yeah, service. You, you got a personal friend. thanks on here. You are a friend of the podcast, a friend of the show. And when we do our well, next live episode, life. when we do the next live <laughs> episode, she's coming on stage. Yep. No, I think she she said yes. No, no, no more. No, I don't want to. I don't know what I would say. <laughs> We're gonna make her bash Disney. <laughs> uh, we can't do that. That'd be, that'd be cruel and unusual. No, we're gonna get up there and be like, "You need to say something bad about Disney now." <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Well, on that note, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. We appreciate all of you. 
the, the 370 episodes is great. Most most podcasts don't make it past the seventh episode. And, and, and all of you listening have given us like nearly eight years of um, of a great show. And, and, and I feel like the last two um, have been the best. So. Yes. Cool. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to Sunday to watching episode three. I'm looking forward to Saturday to watching the Royal Rumble because it's going to be really interesting to see what parts Vince McMahon has gotten his greasy little sexual assaulting fingers into, allegedly, versus what Triple H has been doing, which has not been horrible. I'm glad you reminded me of that. So you should come up and watch it. So, well, I have, you know, I have. Well, it's it's gonna be on it's on Peacock, right? Yeah, it's on Saturday on Peacock. Okay. So. Anyway, all right. On that note, we'll see you all next week, or well, you'll hear us next week, whatever. Um, yeah. If there's anything you guys want us to talk about, contact at infamouspodcast.com. Like, we're definitely open to talking about more things than 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 you know or, nerd shit. Um. Yeah. Or, or don't forget send. Send in a send in a DM in on the Instagram. Yeah, on Instagram. Like I've been posting again on Twitter, but I'm not. I, I'm not full time full time back on Twitter just because it is still mm-hmm. a hive of scum and villainy. Um, and villainy. But yes, yeah. you you can DM us on on Instagram uh, at Infamous Podcast or just like hit me up, Brian Tudor. Um, that's probably the best way. And I I, I will say this: follow me. Um, if you want to DM me because I don't check the, the weird ones cause I get a lot of like weird, like requests, um, because of that tire flipping video I posted. So <laughs> <laughs> like it's uncomfortable. Oh God. It's not my fault. I have muscular legs. That's all I'm going to say. All right. On that note, we'll talk to y'all next week. Bye. See ya. (laughs) The Infamous Podcast is recorded in Kings Mills, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati. You can find new episodes every Sunday on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, our website, or anywhere podcasts are downloaded. This show is hosted by Daryl Jasper and me, Brian Tudor. To find more information about the show, visit us at infamouspodcast.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at infamouspodcast to keep up with the show. We also have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash infamouspodcast. We have some great rewards for our patrons and are looking for help to grow the show to bring you more of the content you want to hear. Music for this podcast is provided by Michael Henry from meetmichaelhenry.com. So, whenever you're listening to us, have a great day, night, evening, weekend, whenever it is, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.